0: So welcome to another edition of the 9 Hertz podcast. We're on episode 87 now, I can't believe it, but uh, here we are. We've been rattling these out over lockdown, so now we're getting back to normal. We're going to continue, I hope. Um, But yeah, we started with the sounds uh, today of a band called Catonic uh, Cervix, uh, and it's from the excellent Iron Bonehead Productions that we've played quite a few times on the podcast already. Pete, you've picked this one. It's chaotic, like as it might suggest uh, with the title. Yeah. all all over the place but kind of like there's blast beats in there there's kind of um i'd I'd say there's even like a spacey sort of sound to it again like we keep running across these things but it keeps happening Mm.
1: yeah we we, um reviewed them around three years ago they did a split with howls veb i don't know if you remember them They're similarly you know crazed you know extreme metal oddities um and you know, I, I've followed them since then. It's their new album, and it is it is fantastic. It's but it is, you know, barking mad. The it's this, you know, rabid black metal, you know, underlay to it. But then in this track, it's, it's almost got this like demonic orchestral collapse every few seconds, which just sounds like nothing else, really. Um, in a really, you know, unsettling and odd, yet yet fun way I can't you know i, yeah, I, I do yeah. enjoy it i do i do kind <laughs> of get a lot of listen, which either says a lot about me, or they' just found a or they found a bit of a formula for you know for channeling that craziness into into something which isn't just a mess I don't
0: know. yeah, I, both. I quite like the 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 opening riff to the song's quite sort of crusty, it's got that kind mm. of um melodic but kind of minor kind of lift to it it's it's really interesting and um yeah i just think it's it, it goes all over the place and it, it's quite hard to pin down but once you sort of grab onto something i think it's it, it just makes sense doesn't it it's the whole album like that because i've not listened to the whole thing yes. yeah and yeah before. So, yeah. fantastic yeah so um yeah you can find this on an album called uh a quick I think we're gonna call it, but so, yeah, you can find this at Bonehead Productions dot com um if you've not looked into that label then then just do because there's so much interesting stuff on there um I don't think we've found a bad release on there to be honest in the last few years, so yeah, one to check out um the next one we've got coming up is from the ever Reliable sludge Lord, and I know Aaron, who runs that label is really really excited about this one. Uh so this is a band called Unruly. Um I think they're from Australia if I'm if I'm New I know, Zealand. Zealand. Yeah there you go. Um and they're sort of members of uh bands you might have heard of, like Meth Drinker and Drug Problem. Um just really good sludge and the drums on this um really took my head off. So I've ordered the vinyl version of this straight away. Um don't know what you've made of this one, Pete. Yeah, it's good. You know it is yeah, gonna be, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, of
1: course. It's you know, it it's you know, it's fairly straight up sludge, but that's no bad thing for me. Uh just you know, and like you say, it's got the pedigree of, of, of bands. You know, there's quite a lot of, you know, really good, you know, heavy bands from New Zealand and there's, you know, some of that pedigree in this band too. Uh do you read that bit about the band name and where that came from? No. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there was like this media storm a few years ago where um, Holiday and Brits were out there kind of littering all over the beaches and things. And, and they were uh, I think it was sort of like tagged as unruly. Right. But um, so it's, it's after them. So that's something to be a, a ashamed of for us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. We've got, we've got a reputation. Of kind of making up for it a bit. Yeah. Sludge <laughs> making up for it
0: through pointing Maybe. them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unruly is such a, I don't know, it's like a polite British. way of saying awful, isn't it? <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, I quite like that. It's got like a bit tongue in cheek about it. I like that a lot. Yeah, it, like as we say, it's out on the Sludge Lord. It's it's got a fantastic vinyl release. Um, I know Aaron's really proud of this release and, and he's kind of very excited. Not that he's not excited about other releases, but I think he's particularly um, taken with this band. And um, I'm sure if they uh, make it over here, then we'll all be kind of making a beeline to go and watch them. So uh, yeah, you can get this at the Sludge Lord. dot Com. Um, the album's just called Unruly. And uh, this is the opening track, Floorboards. So fresh from the sludge of uh, unruly, we're going into something a bit more kind of filthy and and kind of grimy and yeah, I just, I just really like this one. I mean, it's it's kind of misleading in, in a little bit of a way. So like the the track is quite long; it's about eight minutes long, but it's essentially got kind of gory vocals, like grindcorey kind of vocals. But it goes into different kind of sections, doesn't it? I really like this one.
1: Yeah. It, yes, I, I kind of was expecting a, a death metal release, you know, like the yeah. gore end of death metal. And obviously, that's in there, definitely. Yeah. But the, you know, it has this rolling, repeating riff. It just goes, you know, it just goes over and round and round and round. And it does have like this doom element. Uh, not full on like death doom, just different bits of the song kind of to sort of bring different, sort of bring those, you know, aspects in. And, yeah, I, I found, I, I found you know, I was really taken with this, to my you know, to my slight surprise. Um, you know, they're from Bedford. I, I, I'd not heard of them before, you know, they're right. from, from England. And um, I just found this kind of, you know, it, it is kind of unwholesome and, you know, like uh, skeletons and zombies all over the place on the you know, um, artwork. But it's just a lot of fun and, and really, you know, like you say, the kind of the length of the song is 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 pushed out that long because of
0: that repetition, you know, purposeful repetition. Um, yeah. And I like that about it. I think that's part of its charm, and you kind of don't mm. notice it's that long either. So we should probably say yeah. we're talking about a band called Eternal Rock that we've um, not discovered before. So I always love it when we just randomly find something like this, and it's yeah something that's been on our doorstep pretty much for mm. a few years. I mean, it looks like they've got a, a release from like two years ago and even... Even longer than that ago. So, mm. where, where yeah. have these guys been? You know? know, it's amazing. I went to Bedford once uh, last year and um,
1: for work, and I was there for two days. And on the night in between the two days, I just wandered into the into the town and found found a rock book and I was really kind of pleased with myself, and I walked in, and there was it was just old men's at the bar. It was nobody in there, but you know, Metallica poster on the wall, and I found this jukebox, and it was. A, and the guy goes, "Oh, it's free jukebox tonight." And I go on it, and it had. Um, Cannibal corpse and carcass on there, so stick it on, and it just came on <laughs> full blast. <laughs> These old men get really kind of—they got really upset and started to <laughs> shuffle out in the bar and go and say, No, no, don't worry, we'll be over in a minute. <laughs> so that's my experience of Bedford. but uh, That's my one experience of Bedford. I've now got two, which is you know, so it's cannibal corpse, um, carcass, and now eternal rot on my Bedford. Uh, and I it's, it's, you know, it's followed,
0: followed the <laughs> it's scene Probably they're local, you know, you probably <laughs> yeah, wandered maybe. into their local. Maybe. That's brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you can get this at um, eternalrock.bandcamp.com, and uh, yeah, we're going to play this one. So it's got a daft name, so we're going to we're going to read this out. Uh, it's called "Serenity Through Maniacal Flagellation with Decomposing Limbs." always amazing when you find a band that kind of reminds you of kind of past uh, sort of sludge glory and, and this is a band that does that in, in spades so um, found this band called Tombs uh, on Cursed Monk Records and I don't know what you got from this one Pete I mean I wonder if you've maybe drawn the same conclusions but does this remind you of anyone?
1: Um, I I was trying to put my finger on it before it does but I, I can't. I didn't get there.
0: I think the vocals <laughs> on this one, the vocals on this one remind me of um, a guy called Bloody Kev from um, Helvis, right, and yeah. bands like that. Kind of like that half, kind of screamed, half kind of um, bellowing kind of delivery, but with a desperate kind of vocal with it as well. So I, I just really enjoyed this. It's, mm. it's daft. It's kind of. Um, filthy and yeah just it's a lot of fun i really like this so
1: and i I found it like you know progressive and psychedelic at the same time as well you know not massively but slightly just yeah you know in there and that's what i really enjoyed about it the kind of real you know the drums are kind of you know pounding the the riffs kind of you know like the best they land with a massive whack but as if you know like against a like against a swamp so it's just it's thick reverberating sound yeah, I I have enjoyed this a lot. And you know, we were saying um just before it's Curse Monk, you know, this great Irish label which yeah has a great ear for you know for just slightly off you know, off off centre um yeah. music that we're into, Doom and Sludge and things like that. You know, you look at we we've played them plenty of times, you know, put the stuff oh, on there. Yeah. And um yeah, we've got another.
0: Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I mean, um Again, like we always say, um, it's worth dipping into their back catalogue. And um, interestingly, one of um, one of their sort of features is you can pay about fifty euros a year to to join their kind of they call it the cursed cult, and you get um, all the new releases on digital um, on release, and then you can get like a, a discount on the merchandise and the physical releases as well. So if you're into a few of these releases, it's probably worth worth investing that to be honest, because you can just get a load of amazing music and support of someone. They get pretty much all of that, um, about fifty euros um, when you join. So, yeah, really, really quite interesting. I'd love to see this this band Tombs live. Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun. I think that you, you can ha- you can hear they're having fun. I think the same with that last band um, Eternal Rock, just they're having a lot of fun, and when you can kind of hear that passion in the music, it's um, it's always a good thing, really so um, yeah we're going to play a song that's on their band camp you can get this at cursedmonk.bandcamp.com this is tombs and the song's zipper face <laughs> Sort of do our delving on on bandcamp and on you know, submissions that we get. It's it's often the case that we can kind of figure out just a little bit about them um, and a kind of maybe where they're coming from or you know something unique about them. This band, I've listened to this record four or five times. Um, it's about I don't know half an hour, forty five minutes long. I'm still not quite sure what their thinking is and. What they're influenced by or anything, but it's fantastic. I mean, the only description they've got on here is it's a metaphysical overdose, which is perfect description. <laughs> yeah. So, Pete, you found this band called Uragar, um, yes. from Russia, and that's pretty much all we know, isn't it?
1: It is, yeah. I mean, the tags on it I are, mean, you know, if we've got, if we, you know, nothing we found ourselves, but if you go on the tags on bandcamp, it's like black metal, experimental, ambient, black doom, ethereal, screamo, sludge, and you know take your pick. it's it's none of those and all of those at once and yeah i just i i I can't remember how i found it probably just one of the tags and i was just you know one day just picked up you know just decided to scroll through whatever was tagged as sludge that day or something which you know every now and again i'll do um and you know exactly the same as you i've listed this many times too i don't always do that even with even with you know the things we pick um and it took me a long time to pick which, you know, and I knew I wanted to play something, but I didn't know which track as well because it's, it's, you know, it's interesting throughout, you know, like the vocals for what they are, which you know, it's just this, you know, screeches, scream through a fog that's ever present. It doesn't, you know, it's never, and therefore becomes a, you know, it becomes an instrument, not just a, you know, it's not, you know, lyrics, you know, or at least nothing you'd ever, you know, pick up so it just becomes another layer of instruments and actually adds this you know you know all not black metal but almost you know like this frost to it which
0: characterizes it all the way through mm. and I, I, I you know it is really good it sounds can, dug up half half of it you know like a, yeah. like an old black metal demo or something but it's got yeah. kind of like that digital kind of corruption over it as well it's it's really dis Disquieting, I think, is probably a good word for it. Just a bit yeah. um, mysterious, and you know, you can imagine it playing on on one of those ghost stations that you get. Like, there's a lot of Russian ghost radio stations, and I, I imagine it's just being broadcast to no one from some distant kind of receiver or something. It's amazing. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the the songs have literally no meaning uh, as to, in their titles. This. Uh, we we thought it might have been. Um, Sanskrit or or something but it looks to, just to be kind of I, I don't know just a load of um, corrupted kind of text so again we, we just can't penetrate this at all it's, it's really yeah. um, amazing to be honest but yeah that probably yeah. is the point we're, we're putting too much um, emphasis on this so um, yeah um, simple as that really I mean we're going to play um, one of the short tracks of this but I mean I'd recommend just giving you know an hour to this uh, and and you probably find you need to listen to it a few times just to kind of try and understand what what we're doing so um we're going to play the fifth track off it no idea of the title uh, but this is eragar and you can get this at eragar.bandcamp.com <laughs> labels from the last few months um, who who are sort of releasing a lot of new or purportedly new uh, sort of material and we've been amazed at how much has actually come through that's, that's been new um, but there's a few uh, labels out there that are, that are kind of like digging into the recent past and just kind of offering up almost like reissues and you know like little bits and pieces here and there so here's another example so uh, I was just sort of scrolling through like my my emails because uh you know Bandcamp just reminds me of things now and again like oh you know you bought this and you might like this sort of thing um a band called orion arm that came from and I was like, i'm was i sure i might have seen them back in the day or at least have heard of them um and this seems to be a an ep that never really got um much time back then so they formed in 2005 as a side project and it's got that kind of vibe to it i don't know what you thought of this people i mean it's got a kind of vibe to it but to me it's got a lot of um, Hey Colossus and kind of that era of, of early Hey Colossus kind of yeah. arty rock to it. I can imagine them playing on a bill, you know, with lords and bands like that. Yeah,
1: Gringo Records, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely. They yeah, boy did, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, you know, it is it's a bit noise rock. It's 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 like mathy without being pretentious. You yes. know, which was a kind of sign of those times, you know, like a lot of it then went into you know stuff I, I
0: couldn't stand but this yeah I'm, you know i can just i, I can dig this yeah i mean uh, i've picked a really experimental track as well because it's got like a, a nice kind of phone recording of someone phoning the british um what's it called like director inquiries thing when they rebranded called one one eight one one eight i don't know if that even exists anymore i presume it does i don't know if they all changed around didn't they but yeah. um... But yeah, there's this very confused woman who can't quite hear what this guy's trying to say. And he's um yeah, he's asking for really obscure things that don't exist. So I love it. Um but yeah, he goes into this kind of wacky kind of Yeah, like you said, like noise, just noise rock and you know, if you're familiar with band Charlotte Field, it's a bit like that. Um nice clean guitar sound but like crazy drums that going on and crazy vocals as well. So yeah. I just really like this
1: yeah i like that i what i, I liked it. it's you know relatively gentle you know for, particularly for this podcast gentle but but agitated at the same time you know it it's not it's not meant to be nice it's meant, but you know it, it's it's got a punk spirit in it mm, definitely yeah
0: yeah um the label are quite interesting so um this is uh a sort of bought a, a release of what i think we played it, actually it was uh godspeed you Peter andre which is um kind of sort a side project between members of uh, death of a money and um and sort of a collective in manchester but they've been releasing like um sort of solo eps and things like that by different bands and if you want something slightly strange then it's good to kind of go back through through what they've done um i think they've been going as a label properly for for the last 2 years but they did like maybe one or two releases before that so the album's called yewa uh, by Orion Arm, uh, and you can find this at freezehead.bankamp.com. Welcome to
1: I was wondering whether you had the number for deluded logic? I
2: chose a really bad line for the number. What was the name? Deluded logic. You um, did spell it for me. Hold on a second. U D E D. Logic. Logic. Yeah, I, it's really fuzzy. I I just, I, I, just, I, I can't really hear the saying. Right
0: So we don't often play cover versions on the Nine Hertz podcast because it's, it's all about originals on here. But uh, when a band as crazy as the Inter um sort of release something like this, then you know it's worth probably giving it a bit of attention. So you might be familiar with their uh, album from about a year ago called "Sulfur English." Um, absolutely crazy! Like I think the drummer's probably along with the guy from um, Thou... Um, is the best drummer I've ever seen play live. I mean, it, it was just jaw dropping. Last time I saw this guy, um, but they've released a covers album, a um, little bit of a nod to Metallica. It's called Garber's Day, uh, Garber's Days Revisited. Um, Pete, you've picked this one, but you've you've resisted um, picking the Nine Inch Nails cover.
1: Yes. So I picked Southern Man. um yeah. And I, you know, I, you know, it was a. Nine its Nails fan in the mid-90s. And, and you know, I, I, while I don't, you know, buy their arms anymore, I, I'm still kind of, you know, it's not one of those things you're ashamed of, it's like no, some no. of the things you listen to in your mid-teens. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of the songs on here are really good. They're, so they play March of the Pigs by Nine Inch Nails. Um, the uh, Husker Do song's really good on here. Uh, there's a Prince song on here. It, it's a really kind of, yeah. um, you know, enjoyable Thing to 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 put on. What I liked about the Southern Man cover was they kind of make it their own, and I love that. They're my favourite covers. March of the Pigs feels a bit too, uh too close to the original. Well, you yeah, know, obviously it's not some... like heavily industrial like that, but it, it you know, and some of the other tracks, you know, are too close to the original for me to, you know, like they're, they're, they're enjoyable, but mm. I don't, you know, it doesn't feel like anything new. My my favourite cover, the not my favourite cover. My favourite band to do covers ever have always been Sepultura because when they back in the day they used to do they used to take Sabbath songs or um, you know whatever it was and they or Motorhead and they'd make it sound like a Sepultura and that makes you you know it it was really exciting and that um, that's why I chose this one and I'm not sure if you kind of agree because I know like that might alter with your perception depending on how much you enjoy you know you're familiar with the original.
0: Well, do you know what? I mean, I I absolutely love Neil Young and and like to hear this song done in metal styles, fantastic. I mean, I always thought it would make a good sludge cover when I was back in a, a band myself. But like, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this song is fantastic and it kind of fits with the times as well. It's about slavery and, you know, um, kind of like the freedom of slaves and stuff like that. So... Hmm. Um, I don't know. Are you familiar with the album that it's on? Because it's quite a no, quite an iconic I, album. That one.
1: I do I, I, in passing. Yeah, I'm yeah. not massively. You know, I had a friend who many years ago made me sit up all night, Anthony Young, until I got it, and, and it worked. <laughs> um, but beyond that, you know, so I'm familiar, but not you know, not a massive fan.
0: Yeah. So I think um, it was kind of the album that got him noticed. I'd say. I think obviously like Harvest Moon is the big one, but there's, after the Gold Rush. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of like a timeless record. It's got some real classics on it, and I think he he turned a lot of heads with this. And and to have such a, an angry track on it for a, a, a relatively peaceful songwriter, it, it was quite you know out there. And especially it was it was like I don't know the late seventies, probably hmm. mid seventies. Um, but yeah, like like you say, it lends itself to being stretched out into this kind of metal like. Sludgy kind of um, format, and it's brilliant for it, isn't it? I mean, I wasn't sure about the whole album to begin with. I was like, I don't know, I I don't know if I want to listen to a load of covers. But then, like some of them really grew on me. I mean, like you say, some of them are very, very faithful to the originals that, and they don't really sound much different. Yeah, Um, there was um,
1: the the. uh, Did you hear the Thou Nirvana cover album that came out? See, that was uh, really
0: good. That was yeah,
1: it it, it was similar. You know where they were you know, the more it sounded like Nirvana, the less I enjoyed it. The more it yeah. sounded like Dow, the, the better it was. Yeah. And, yeah, and that, you know, that those covers are, are pulled from across several years. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that was anything new. But, um, yeah, it's a similar thing. Another band who we, we kind of have played a few times, um, called Slund, a Slovenian one man <laughs> grindcore band. We played them a couple of times, you know, big bands. They put a cover album out at the start of lockdown. And that had, um, I remember it had like Sabotage by Beastie Boys, which sound you know, was great, uh, yeah. but sounded like Beastie Boys, and it had a Wu Tang Clan song on there, and it sounded like grindcore.
0: Yeah, now that was my song on that album because that's amazing. it's the same thing, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the "Purple Rain" cover is literally them playing "Purple Rain," which is great. You know, don't get me wrong, great song, but I all I could hear was Prince. So, you know, I don't know what the point of that one was. Similarly, <laughs> with um, "Running Down the Running Down a Dream," it sounded. Um, that song appears on Grand Theft Auto: San Andreas from from like a long a long time ago now, but just reminds me of driving through um, cities and nicking cars and stuff. Um, I think this is it's a mixed album, isn't it? I mean, some of them are really good, some of them are kind of like like I say a little bit too faithful, but yeah, just it's nice to see a band as serious and as yeah um, dark as this band having a bit of fun. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. So yeah, if you if you're interested in this. Uh, it's out. Um, I'm not sure if they have just released it themselves. Uh, uh, I can, uh, yeah. No, it's on Relapse. Oh, it's on Relapse, of course. So um, yeah, you can get this at uh, Interarma.bandcamp.com, and I'm sure you can get it at Um Yeah, they've, they've done sort of several uh, several presses of it as well, so all different colours. Um, Making a big deal of this one. So yeah, see what you think. This is a uh, the Neil Young cover. Uh, it's uh, Southern Man. Southern Man! They think of a certain sound. And it's probably something to do with Kerrang! magazine around the year 2000, and you know a lot of makeup and things like that. But there was kind of like a European and, and maybe sort of slightly American sound as well, um, sort of typified by a few labels. And one of those was Magic Bullet. Um, Magic Bullet kind of gave birth to a lot of bands that became kind of post-metal bands as well not to give people a, <laughs> a history lesson like I, I seem to be doing but um this band are quite in- interesting so a band called corn on macabre um very short-lived band um members of um several other bands like forensics and, and things like that um but this uh live session from a radio station called wfmu um from the year 2002 has, has sort of surfaced and um this label called Pax Eternum have sort of packaged it as uh, raising money for, um, I think all proceeds go to the National Alliance on M- Mental Illness. So we've been playing stuff that's been benefiting people for a few months now, to be honest. It seems like every podcast we've got something that um, kind of benefits um, an, a group in need. Um, so I thought I'd just play this. I mean, it, it's a pretty ropey live recording, I'm um, not going to lie, Um but uh, yeah, I just really enjoyed it, and I loved this band back in the day. So, don't know what you made of this. Don't know if you were familiar with them anyway. Pete, this quite no, a distinctive name, isn't it?
1: No, I've never, I've not even heard the name before. Which I would remember if I'd, heard, I'd yeah. seen that. It was, yeah, it is yeah. the same. Um, Yeah, I, I like the, I like the recording. Um yeah. You don't want a live recording to be too clean, clean. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it, you don't want it to be too, you know, tinny and light. And this is, you know, it's, it's got a nice thick sound and it's thick and loud so yeah i like that element yeah i appreciate appreciate the uh i I know what you're saying but you know i've been watching some of the um you know live streams during Mm. lockdown you know where a band is stuck in a a practice room with a camcorder and um if you see the comments of other people scrolling up sort of commenting on how to fix the sound things it's like I never realised at gigs that, you know, when you're at a gig, everyone, you know, everyone, well, 50% of the people there are kind of sound engineers in their own head. I, oh mean, no. I never realised <laughs> until now. I was like, just I don't, I don't care. You know, we, the, right at the start, there was friendship. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's, it's too kind of muddied. It's like, what the fuck? This is, there were, you know, there were power violence, hardcore sludge band. What, what do you, th- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not there expect. for perfect. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was quite happy with this. I, I enjoyed it, yeah.
0: Yeah, um, just sort of looking through, um, they've got a discography on the same uh, label, so you can go and listen to the studio versions as well if you, if you really want to. Um, uh, so they were only together about two years, um, but it was like almost a, a little bit of a supergroup, so it was members of Darkest Hour, um, Enemy Soil, and Page 99. So this is kind of like the, I don't know, like the rock royalty around that kind of time. So um, Magic Bullet uh, were kind of a, a label that put out kind of really interesting bands like that. So um, yeah, if you're not familiar with, with that kind of label, then it, that's a real one with it, like a real treasure trove of stuff. But um, call macabre, I don't know. It's got a bit of grindy kind of violence to it, bit maybe a bit of power violence as well in there. But I think it's that kind of angry, angular kind of stuff that maybe be influenced bands like daughters and things like that. Um, following, following their sort of existence. Um, yeah and it's a whole it's a whole genre to kind of uncover if you've never had a look before so we're just going to play a really quick song Um, so it's called You're Okay I'm Undead uh, and you can get this at paxeternum.bandcamp.com and I think it's only $5 so go for it (laughs) So after the brief blast of Corn on the uh we're gonna kind of um leave you with a, a sort of lurching doom beast here. So you've come up with this one, Pete, um a band called Urn. Um mm-hmm. I'm not not familiar with this band at all. Um from the Netherlands.
1: Yeah. Is that right? no, the sorry, they not the label? Uh, yeah, it's the label they're from the
0: guillotine, yeah.
1: Uh, yes, a uh, great label, and they. The, and I know this band through. Um, they've done splits with Disrotted and uh, Eyes Without a Face, who are a band I like got into years ago, and I think they, they put a release out on Dry Cough, that's the kind of label from Manchester. So, yeah, I'm aware of the stuff. To be honest, this you know this is a two-track uh, record EP, whatever they've put out. Of the, I mean, it's still twenty-two, twenty-three minutes long. Um, but I, I, I think they've, this is as good as I've heard them. You know, I'm really, you know, really happy to find this. and really, you know, like, you know, like the end of the first song, I was like, you know, they've done something. here. This is, you know, really exciting. I immediately put it on the list to play here because it only came out last week. You know, they've got that, you know, corrupted, long, doom, you know, drawn out, you know, drawn out style you know bands can get lost in that just sort of stuck you know almost in a rut of it and and not do anything with it and you don't have to do much i'm not saying you know i'm not looking for you know guitar gymnastics or anything that's you <laughs> know that would be to miss the point yeah but stand out um and i i, I think they've, they've achieved that here you know it's it's like wonderfully atmospheric within it, it particularly you know particularly it goes on um by the end, it's almost psychedelic, you know. Which for this music, it's not. You know, that that's if you kind of attune to this music. I think you're picking that out. If not, you, you probably, you know, you probably just hear the, you know, like that doom dirge. But if you know, if you've heard this type of music several times over, then then I, you know, you can hear that difference and hear the originality with it. And yeah, I really love it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I found it quite hypnotic. Um, mm-hmm. But almost to the point of depressing, but I guess that's the point. Um yeah. you know, I was I was walking downtown, town, um, listening to it and um drowning everything else out and it kind of fit the empty streets that I was walking through and I was like, yeah, maybe this isn't the best soundtrack for right now. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I did enjoy it. It was just like, ah, oh, this is this is too much right now. You know, uh I w I wanna feel good today, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe that's a really good endorsement. I don't know. Maybe they'll really <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the, the song's like ridiculously long, isn't it? And and like, it, there's only like 23 minutes between the two tracks. And I think, yeah, the, the, the pressure that they put on you with that repetition and with that kind of, um, that stark production. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think it's brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, not a lot more to say really you can get some vinyl as well which um, comes with some amazing artwork um, so yeah you can get this at uh, rope or Um I think that's the European label that's putting them out they're coming out on a few um, across the world so yeah see what you think to this uh, we're going to play the song Blood Seeping From Your Eyes from the UEP by Urn God!